From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, March 1st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine announced today that Ohioans aged 60 and older and those with certain conditions or at-risk professions will be eligible to receive the coronavirus vaccine beginning Thursday. DeWine said Phase 1C will include pregnant women, those with type 1 diabetes, law enforcement and corrections officers, child care service employees, and funeral service employees, among others at greatest risk of contracting the virus. DeWine also announced that Ohioans 60 to 64 years old will kick off what he called Phase 2 of the state's vaccine rollout. The news comes as vaccine shipments, including those of the newly approved Johnson & Johnson vaccine, are expected to increase in the coming weeks. Ohio is expecting to receive 90,000 doses of that new single-injection Johnson & Johnson vaccine this week. Brittany Bailey has the local reaction. Lieutenant Governor John Husted visited a pop-up vaccination site in Westerville this weekend. He talked about how excited he was about the country having a third vaccine available. Now that we're going to have it, we think March is going to be a big month. I think we can get a million people vaccinated, and that's going to really help us get to herd immunity. Husted also spoke about the lower effectiveness of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, but he says the ODH chief medical officer, Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff, has absolute confidence in this new vaccine. I'm Brittany Bailey. The Food and Drug Administration says in the U.S. the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine is 72% effective at preventing all COVID-19 compared to 94% for Moderna's vaccine and 95% for Pfizer's. Johnson & Johnson is shown to be 85% effective at preventing serious illness. Brittany Bailey also spoke with a doctor in Chillicothe about the effect getting this new Johnson & Johnson vaccine seems to have on people. We talked with nephrologist Dr. Chris Brown about the side effects with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. They didn't see anything like anaphylaxis, uh, at least in a study. And the reaction seemed to be more of just, you know, kind of, you know, soreness around the arm. It's kind of typical what we call reactogenic reactions and things of that nature. Dr. Brown says although studies show Johnson & Johnson's vaccine has milder side effects, Everyone's bodies and immune systems are different, so some people may not have any reaction at all. I'm Brittany Bailey. An Ohio woman charged with organizing a militia group that took part in the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol said in court she has disbanded her militia and plans to cancel her membership in the Oath Keepers. The Columbus Dispatch reports 38-year-old Jessica Watkins of Champaign County told a U.S. District Judge Friday she will cut ties with the groups in order to focus on her small business, a bar and grill in which prosecutors allege conspirators met to plan their part in the riots. The judge declined to release Watkins from federal custody, citing her role in organizing the group and the nature of materials seized from her home by investigators. Watkins is one of 10 Ohioans charged so far in connection with the riots. House Republicans have pulled Governor Mike DeWine's crackdown on distracted driving from the state transportation budget. Eric Brown reports. Under current law, distracted driving is a secondary offense, which means police need another reason to pull drivers over like speeding before a ticket can be issued. Governor Mike DeWine wants the action made a primary offense, meaning police don't need another reason to pull drivers over first. DeWine included the measure in the budget, but fellow GOP lawmakers on the House Finance Committee removed it last week. Officials say lawmakers didn't want to deal with a criminal issue in the funding proposal. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
The Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services says more than 5,700 employers across the state have reported instances of suspected identity theft. Bennett Haberly has more. Unemployment fraud is a problem, a big one, according to Blake Hall, a cybersecurity expert who started the company ID.me, which helps states verify people's identities. Hall says scammers are following a recipe, targeting both traditional and pandemic unemployment assistance. It's like a cancer that metastasizes. You have like the initial experts and sophisticated actors, but as soon as they open source the guide, then everyone gets in on the action and tries to to defraud the government. I'm Bennett Haberly. Ohio University officials say they plan to increase the number of in-person activities on campus this summer, with campuses reopened to all this fall. President Dwayne Nellis wrote in an email to students this morning that with the current decline in COVID-19 cases in Ohio and successful approaches to safe student events and engagement, the university is planning to welcome all students back to its campuses this fall. The Columbus Dispatch reports that includes increased face-to-face classes and fully open residence halls. Nellis says there haven't been any major outbreaks on campus, and the positivity rate has consistently remained under 4%. The longtime owner of a diner in Toledo says he can't find workers, and he says he believes the enhanced federal unemployment benefits are taking away the incentive for some people to seek jobs. Michael Tater has more. Scott Super and his wife Tammy have owned Mayberry Diner for 20 years. We have tried all different venues to get the you know notifications out there that we're hiring, and we don't even get an application. Mike Vey with the Ohio Means Job Center in Lucas County says as the pandemic situation is improving, unemployment is a safety net, not a replacement for work. Just because you don't want to work somewhere isn't a good enough reason. You have to have a legitimate fear that you're putting yourself in danger. Michael Tater in South Toledo. In Florida yesterday, a Republican from Urbana in West Central Ohio, who is a big supporter of Donald Trump, spoke at the Conservative Political Action Conference, or CPAC. Tracy Townsend has more. Before the former president took the stage, Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan touted Trump's role as a party leader. Leader of the conservative movement, the leader of the American First Movement, the leader of the Republican Party, and I hope on January 20th, 2025, he is once again the leader of our great country. I'm Tracy Townsend. And the suspect in a Cleveland fight turned fatal shooting last July has been captured in Las Vegas. Michael Kelly has the details. 26-year-old Nashon Washington's luck ran out on Friday as U.S. Marshals captured him after a tip to the Ohio Violent Fugitive Task Force led them to a hotel in the Vegas Strip. A warrant for Washington's arrest was issued February 14th, linking him to the death of 32-year-old Irvin Walker, who died about three weeks after he was shot. A press release says Washington was booked into the Clark County Jail awaiting extradition to Cleveland. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 